Thank you for joining us to hear true stories of nature's spirit. John transports us deep into the woods. Aromatic Forest Imagine you're going on a hike today. You just put on your new hiking boots and you have a good, sturdy, strong hiking stick in your left hand. As you look ahead, the woods are very green and very inviting. Majestic oaks and maples tower above you, 90 to 100 feet, providing the most wonderful cover from the hot sun. A gentle breeze is blowing, and under the cover of these majestic trees, patches of green growth provides homes to countless little creatures. You pass an evergreen, and you can't help but notice the aroma of the pine needles. Your senses are tingling with that pine sensation. What a delight. You hike past a birch tree, and you snap off a branch. You place it directly underneath your nose and you inhale the sweet, woody smell of wintergreen. It's delicious. You can taste the smell. You're tempted to just lick that open crack in the branch to taste it and drink its nectar. So you continue your hike and you come across a black walnut tree. Limbs have been broken off the tree by a recent storm, and the entire area is filled with this cloud of citrus aroma. Well, you're ready to head back for your hike, and as you're heading back, you pass a field of wild mint. And as your shoes, these new hiking boots of yours, break the limbs off at the, at the mint, you can taste it's as if you're drinking a cool glass of mint tea. What a fragrant hike. Thank you, Forrest, for this tasty treat. A living wind rushes along a brook one day as Bruce paints a picture. A great hush. The woods were filled with many sounds that day. Birds singing, leaves rustling, squirrels moving around. I was painting a picture beside a stream in the late morning. The stream flowed around many large boulders. This view of rocks and water was what attracted to me in the first place. Suddenly, everything was quiet. I mean absolutely quiet. Even the water became quiet. Everything became unexpectedly still. A great hush came over this place. You could hear a pin drop. And so it continued for about two minutes. It reminded me of how it is right before a storm. Then a single crow cawed three times. I heard a low kind of roaring sound approaching. It arrived as a phenomenally powerful gust of wind following the stream. It knocked off my sun hat almost into the stream and toppled my easel. The canvas went flying. The wind kept blowing like one long gust. It lasted only a minute before passing by, but was completely overwhelming. That wind was alive and conscious. I know it was. And everyone else in the woods knew it too. Then just as suddenly as it began, everything went back to normal. 
Thank you, Wynne, for visiting me and allowing me to know you better. I really feel I shared a great experience, a great mystery in the woods that day. Everything's coming up roses as Noel strolls the idyllic rose garden. Roses. Every year, we like to visit the rose gardens at Booth Park in Stratford, Connecticut. Even from several feet away, one can smell the beautiful and pungent scent of the various types of roses. Once inside the garden, one can see all the different sizes, shapes, and types of roses more than seem possible. It's like a wonderland of flowers. Some are red, some are pink, some are yellow, some white, some purple, some orange, and some are even multicolored. Inevitably, some are buds, while others are partly bloomed, and still others are in full bloom. There are benches among the flowers, so the beautiful environment can be taken in. There are also beautiful fountains that create a soft, lulling sound, with the water sparkling in the sun. Even the animals find this to be a beautiful area. Birds can be seen flying among the bushes, and rabbits scamper across the grass, while every once in a while, a very large, furry groundhog makes an appearance. Butterflies land on the petals, even pretty bugs come to see the beautiful flowers. If you are ever in the area and get a chance to go during rose season, it's a magical, enchanting experience. Can birdsong actually heal you? And then what else, too? Natural healing sounds. Bird singing, trickling water, crickets humming. I found these sounds to be powerfully healing. I use muscle testing, also known as kinesiology, to see the healing power of sounds, measured on a scale of 1 to 10. The crows, the hawks, and the sparrows all, all birds, the peacock, the gentle of the chicken. These all give a power of 10 healing sound. And trickling water, too. I'm always drawn to trickling water, in a fountain, in a brook, so meditative, so healing. I'm lucky to live near enough to hear church bells ring during the day, noon and at five in the evening. They have a healing power of ten. Our grandfather clock chimes on the quarter hour. If I see a gong in a store, I simply cannot resist bonging it, as it sends out healing, too. If you listen carefully, you may even hear the healing sound of snow falling. Perhaps you'd like to listen to the birds singing in the morning and see how much better you feel. Sunrise, sunset, and everything sun in between warms Cindy's heart. I was just thinking today about sunsets. The the um, infatuation we have with sunsets, going to see a sunset and being at the beach and not leaving and waiting for sunset and then, you know, going on vacation and looking at sunsets and 
hiking and then taking time to pause to see a sunset. And it's also the other opposite of that is sunrise, where you get up to crack of dawn just to see the sunrise and be one of the first people of the day to just greet the day by seeing that sun come out. And there's so many songs, sunny side of the street and you are my sunshine and you know, uh, you make me happy when skies are gray. And are we happy when skies are gray or are we only happy when the sun is out? And the sun, is, sun will be out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar. Well, if the sun wasn't out tomorrow, can you place a bet that you'd still enjoy and embrace the day? There's such beauty out there. And I love how the sun just just feels on your skin. It's just so warm and delightful and my dog just loves to lay in the sun and curl up and it's a good time for us just to relax. Now the sun can be very hot and the sun can give us sunburn but the sun also warms us and, and the sun melts away the ice and the snow in the winter. The sun serves so many functions in our life and makes our vegetables grow and helps our serotonin levels go up and it's just you know, it's just a necessity that I hope that we don't take for granted. We don't take anything for granted in our day. And I just appreciate the sun, and I was just contemplating and thinking about sun and sunsets, and would love to hear your thoughts and what you do and where you go to see your best sunsets. In the meantime, thank you for listening, and enjoy the sunshine. Planting some dahlias as a chore one day leads to a lifelong joy in the garden from Michelle. Garden Magic Garden life began for me at the age of 12. When my mother worried she was so busy she might not get her dahlias planted, I volunteered for the job. I seldom volunteer for chores on our busy family farm, but even then the magic of these flowering plants had me under their spell. Dahlias grow from thick, elongated roots called tubers that we dug each fall and stored for the winter. By springtime, the gnarly clumps were like shriveled starfish, testing one's faith any life could be left in those dusty, wrinkled remains. Despite their start, by late summer, armloads of lemon yellow and royal purple blooms added bright exclamation marks around our farm. The transformation gripped me in a way I never felt tending our half-acre vegetable garden. The garden fed our family of nine during long snowy winters. The dahlias fed my soul. My love of gardening has evolved along with my life. Starting out, I was captivated by bold, bell-of-the-ball type plants. I've now arrived at a new realization. The soil beneath my feet is the essential partner in my garden journey. As I work the soil to expand my garden yet again, I see myself holding a gift, peeling back the wrapping that is the sod, reaching inside, and exploring the earth being offered. This firm brown gift invites me into a partnership. I must commit to offering rich, crumbly compost to feed the soil, to help it breathe, and open passageways where roots can explore and anchor themselves as they nourish the plants above. In return, the soil commits to being a home for my garden, to hold plants firm in the fury of winds and driving rains, 
to release the minerals I taste in a juicy tomato or a blood-red beet, to delighting my eyes with a luscious parade of flower bouquets that need no vases to enhance their beauty. I am more than a gardener. I am Mother Earth's partner. Together, we perform garden magic. Thank you for joining us and hearing true stories of nature's spirit. You can hear more stories at heartspeak.life.